Good morning, church. Today is uh, Palm Sunday. And on Palm Sunday, um, it's a significant day because this is the day where we remember Jesus and the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. This is the day that Jesus um, rode on a donkey, on a coat, and, uh, and uh, this prophecy in Zechariah was fulfilled. And the people would spread, uh, they spread their cloaks on the road, and they spread branches on the road, palm branches on the road, and Jesus, as Jesus made their, his entry into Jerusalem, the people would shout, they would cry out, Hosanna, which means save or, or save us please, or salvation, salvation. And so they would cry out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. And then a few days later, on Good Friday, Jesus is crucified on the cross. But the day before, Jesus has this meal with his disciples. It's called the Last Supper or the Passover meal. That's what I want us to look at this morning. And so if you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to Luke chapter 22? Luke chapter 22. And we're going to begin in verse 14. It says this. It says, when the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table And Jesus said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, Jesus gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, After the supper, Jesus took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. How many of you um, get excited about food like me? Any any people? Yeah? What's what's some of your uh, favorite places that you all eat at? Okay, what's a favorite place you eat at, Jonah? Pandas! For real, what's your favorite food at Pandas? Shrimp. Oh, the walnut shrimp, yeah? Oh, that's the winner. Where, what's your favorite place to eat at? Ohana Ramen. What? Kunia. Oh, I've never tried that place. Oh, oh like ramen ya or daichi, kind of like that. Okay, awesome. Oh, and they play Christian music. Bonus, man. That's awesome. What else do you guys like to eat? Some of your favorite places that you all like to eat. Side Street in. Oh, that's in like Kapahulu, yeah? Okay, I never tried that place. I got to try that. How about other places? 
Zippies. Yeah, I'm cheap, that's why. Um, we go date night, we go zippies. <laughs> Sorry, hun. <laughs> that's all she knows. What else? What, what's, what's a popular place you like to eat at, Julia? I like anything Mexican food. Mexican food. Have you, have you tried fiestas in Kapolei? Oh no, Fiestas is right here. Yeah, the other place in Kapole is um, El Mariachi. That's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. What else? What's a good uh, Grimes place? Where? Sushi Bay. Sushi Bay, yeah. Where's Derek? Birthday boy on Tuesday. He invites everyone to Sushi Bay, man. Yeah, I love Sushi Bay. Tiano's. That's right here. That's pretty good too, Tiano's. Anybody, anybody tried Spoon? Spoon is right here, Korean place. Oh, so good. You guys never mentioned Aea bowl. Oxtail soup. At, nobody like oxtail soup. What's wrong with you guys? Oxtail soup at Aea bowl is amazing. Did you know that uh, the Jesus described in the Gospel of Luke really enjoyed food too? Jesus really enjoyed mealtimes. Take a look at this. In Luke chapter 5, it says this. It says, uh, in verse 27, it says, After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. And Jesus says, follow me. And And Levi, he gets up, he leaves everything, and he follows Jesus. Then, Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house. And a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. This tax collector, his name is Levi. He has this new relationship with Jesus, and he's excited. And so he says, hey, Jesus, I want want to invite you over to my house, and I want you to be the honored guest. Do you think that Jesus is interested in that? You bet your chicken katsu curry rice Jesus is interested because the Jesus in the Gospel of Luke, he really enjoyed food. He really enjoyed mealtimes. Paul still doesn't believe me, so let's keep going. Here we go. Luke chapter 7, verse 36, it says this. It says, Now one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to what? To have dinner with him. And so Jesus went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A Pharisee said, hey, Jesus, we're cooking up some good food. You want to come over? Jesus says, shoots. And Jesus rushes over, and he reclines at the table. The Jesus in the Gospel of Luke, he really enjoyed mealtimes. He really enjoyed food. Take a look at Luke chapter 11, verse 37. It says this. It says, When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him to what? To eat, to eat with him. So Jesus went in and he reclined at the table. A Pharisee says, hey, Jesus, we cooking up some barbecue, cow bee. You want to come over? You think Jesus is interested you bet your pork lao lao, Jesus is interested. The Jesus in the Gospel of Luke, he really enjoyed food. He really enjoyed mealtimes. Doug, he's, he's still skeptical here. This is my brother. He's, he, he's like, he's very serious. Here, how about this one? Luke chapter 14, verse 1, it says this. It says, one Sabbath, when Jesus went to what? To eat 
in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. A Pharisee says, hey, Jesus, come on over. Jesus says, shoots, and he comes over. And he eats and has a meal with them. Jesus, in the Gospel of Luke, really enjoyed food. He really enjoyed mealtimes. I make light of Jesus' attraction to food, but I'm trying to make a point here. And the point is this. I've said this before, but I want to say it again because I think we need to reinforce this over and over again. And it's this. Mealtimes build community. And community is the container for God's blessing. This is very important. I hope you catch this. Let me say that again. Mealtimes build community. And community is the container for God's blessing. You see... We live in an extremely fragmented and disconnected society. With this little device, I can connect with any of you whenever I want. But am I really more connected? We think we are more connected. But in reality, we are more disconnected than ever before. And here's the danger. The danger is this. When you are disconnected and broken. When you find yourself disconnected and broken, that's a recipe for disaster. When you find yourself disconnected and broken, that should be a warning sign. Now let me talk about brokenness for a bit. You see... All of us, we look good on the outside. On Sunday, Pastor Thomas asked, Hey, how are you doing? You're like, I'm good. How about you? And I'm like, I'm good. We all look good on Sunday, especially on the outside. You look at my Facebook profile and you're like, Wow, Pastor Thomas is doing good. And I look at all of your Facebook profiles and I'm like, Wow, everyone is doing so good. We all look good on the outside. But on the inside, the reality is that I'm going through stuff. The the reality is that on the inside, you're going through stuff. The reality is that there's pain and brokenness on the inside. The reality is that all of us are in one of these three seasons. We're, We're either coming out of a season of brokenness, or we are currently in a season of brokenness. Or we will be going into a season of brokenness. That's just life. That's just living in a world marred by sin. In fact, Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three, In this world, you will have tribulations. Imagine, Jesus says, in this world, you will have tribulation." But then Jesus goes on to say, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Jesus points to Easter Sunday. But Jesus says, in this world, you will have tribulation. In this world, you will go through stuff. 
In this world, you will experience pain and brokenness. In this world, the struggle is real, Jesus says. But no one should go through brokenness alone. That's why sometimes this device is so dangerous. It gives us a false sense of connectedness. We think we're connected. But in reality, we are more disconnected than ever. And disconnectedness plus brokenness is a recipe for disaster. Church, we need to rebuild community. We need to rebuild human connection. We need to rebuild human interaction. This is absolutely vital. And how do we do this? One way is mealtimes. Because mealtimes, especially in Hawaii, mealtimes build community. There's nothing sacred about eating together. But here's the secret. Eating together is an excuse for relationships. Eating together is an excuse for community, for doing life together. And what's the big deal about building community anyway? Here it is. Community is the container for God's blessing. It's often in the context of community where God breaks in. It's often in the context of community where we receive and we extend help, hope, and healing in Jesus' name. And so, I feel like we have to move beyond just checking up on each other through text messages and Facebook. That's a good start. But I think we need to move beyond that. So what do we do? There's a Hawaiian word that I want to teach you. It's called niele. Everybody say niele. Niele. When my wife and I, we were living in Pasadena in 2005, and we were, uh, we were in student housing, choke apartments, upstairs, downstairs, across the courtyard, everyone, all over the place. Walls are thin, glass is thin. And, and all these are Christians are going to seminary, going to school. You wouldn't believe the amount of fighting that takes place in these homes. Unreal. And so there's, a, there's one night where, where we hear our neighbor, I mean, and it's starting to escalate. I guess we should have called the cops, yeah, but we did it. Instead, what we did was we turned off the lights, we opened our windows, and we put our ear to the blinds. They were like... And we, we went pop popcorn, we're eating popcorn, and we're like, oh, this is awesome. It's better than even going to the movies. We were niele. Anyone else is niele like that? You! <laughs> the rest of you, you're lying. <laughs> but here we go. Have a meal with each other and be niele in a good way. Oftentimes we tell our children, stop being niele. Mind your own business. But here I'm giving you permission to be niele, to be nosy, to be curious about each other in a good way. Have a meal 
And as you have a meal, talk about life. Tell stories. Share struggles. Celebrate victories. Encourage and speak life over one another. Pray with one another. You see, mealtimes build community. And community is the container for God's blessing. Some of you, you do this really well. I remember um, this story where we had a senior that uh, used to come to our church and Doug heard that she lived by herself and was all alone. And so Doug turned to his wife and said, "Hun, we have to go and take her out. And so they had a meal together. They did life together. You see, mealtimes build community. And community is the container for God's blessing. I remember this other story, Paul and Ellen, there was a same, the same senior was here, and, and Paul and Ellen says, oh, man, she, look, she, she doesn't have any family here. Let's invite her over to our home for dinner. They did life together because mealtimes build community, and community is the container for God's blessing. One time, Lily and Dan, they're like, Pastor, I want to invite you and your wife for dinner you guys want to come over for, you guys want to go to dinner together? And so we went to dinner. We enjoyed community. We did life together. We talked story. We shared our struggles. We celebrated victories. Just this uh, past Thursday, I, I just met Aiko. I, I just met Aiko like two Sundays ago. And then this past week, Aiko invites me over to her house on Thursday. And we have a meal together. So Derek and I, we go over and we, we enjoy a meal together over tea. It was beautiful. And we told stories. We shared struggles. We celebrated victories. We encouraged and spoke life into one another. We prayed for one another. It was beautiful. On Saturday mornings, there's like about a dozen of us that come to set up church. We sweep and mop. We put out the chairs. We set up the sound system. We push all these tables to the back. And so one time I said to Matt, hey, Matt, man, I'm so grateful for these guys that come out every single Saturday, but I want it to be more than just set up. I want us to have a relationship. I want us to build community. And Matt's like, I got this. And so he, he brings, uh, this Chinese man, he brings his walk. Like he brings his full-on big walk and his own burner and in a matter of 15 minutes yesterday, he whipped up fried rice. It was so good. He whipped up fried rice for us. And we sat around the table. And we did life together. We enjoyed community. Because mealtimes build community. And community is the container for God's blessing. If you knew that it was your last day on earth, what would you do? If you knew that it was your last day on earth, who would you spend it with? This is what Jesus chose to do. This is who Jesus chose to spend it with. 
Jesus chose to have a meal with his disciples, with some of his best friends. And you have to understand that in the ancient world, to eat with someone meant you had solidarity with them. To have a meal with someone meant that you were one with them. To share in table fellowship signified intimate relationship and more so the Passover meal. You see, the Passover meal was to be shared with one's own family, with one's own, one's own ohana. So it is very significant that at this Passover, Jesus arranges to gather with his disciples, with his community, with his family, with his ohana, with his best friends over a meal. And what makes this particular Passover even more special and even more significant is that this is the last time that Jesus is going to share a meal with his best friends. Luke chapter 22, beginning in verse 14. When the hour came, Jesus and his disciples reclined at the table. And Jesus said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, Jesus gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, after supper, Jesus took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. Let us pray.